Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis Podcast with your two favorite sisters, Alex. Oh, I don't know why <laughs> I you said me? your name. <laughs> Are you me? Uh, I wish. Oh, okay. Alex? And Kyla. Hello. Welcome Kyla. back. Kyla. A lot of people liked when we were like, when you're ready, come and get it. Na, 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 na. So where do you see these comments? Because I go on the YouTube video. Well, on do you our read our YouTube. DMs ever? On Tell Me Sis? Yeah. Every time I go on, there's no DMs. I guess well, you because you Well, because I also look it. through them. Okay. But we also, we get comments on YouTube. We get comments um, on TikTok. <laughs> Lol. To our last TikTok going viral. <laughs> and everyone hating us. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, well, it's not even... You were just repeating words of someone else, like with the Selena Gomez thing. You were like, I saw this video of a girl saying this. Oh, and then you said what the girl yes. said and people were like hating and they're like, these girls are so dumb. I'm like, she literally at the beginning of the video said, I saw a video where the girl said this. It's because, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's so true. It's I, just, forgot, I forgot what the video was that we uploaded. So but. it's kind of funny that people were like literally judging, um, like they're calling us dumb after being dumb. <laughs> oh my god it was also so funny because i didn't i didn't notice that the video went viral and so okay. my sister or like you messaged me and you were like lol to people going off on our tiktok video so i go on it and i'm reading the comments <laughs> and i'm funny. like pissing my pants because everyone was getting so defensive i know and there Proving was like, our point i know <laughs> and so then <laughs> my sister goes you know, everyone's just proving our point. And uh, I was like, yeah, like really proving our point. Like you need to go outside and touch grass. Yeah, literally. Did you comment that? <laughs> no, but oh. there was one person. There was only one person I replied to. I was dying of laughter because like they're basically like being condescending towards me. Like they left like some rude comment, but they called me. I think it was Kyle. Oh, they meant Kylie, like Kylie Jenner. Oh, OK, OK, because they wrote Kyle and I was like, who's Kyle? And they edit to Kylie and I was like my name is kyla oh maybe they did mean you i don't know i was like i was honestly laughing really hard at the comments i thought they were hysterical because with tiktok tiktok comments are unhinged yeah like it's really funny when a video goes viral the comments that you'll get because i've had now like i i've had a lot of videos go over like millions of views and it gets pushed to all these random countries and you that, can actually, and no one knows who you are. No. And it's so funny to me to read the comments. Like I literally piss my pants. It's one of the funniest things. Cause it's not a personal attack to me because they don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't care. And it's just funny. And a friend of mine said, like, uh, who has a lot of followers on TikTok, she goes, I don't even read my TikTok comments because it's just people are crazy. <laughs> yep i mean it just literally proved our point from that video i know well in that specific one we weren't saying that you need to go outside and touch grass but in the podcast episode we were saying you need to go outside and touch grass like yeah we were basically just saying that people who like spend a lot of their time like it's one thing it's to chronically just like online yeah it's one thing to just be like invested in like the Haley selena drama that's going around right now um and like not comment but then it's another thing to like go out of your way and like comment and then like make videos and and like really get invested and yeah. so at one point my sister was like yeah you just really need to go outside and touch grass if you're doing that because it's like you're just chronically online you need to get a life and so then the clip that we posted to our, our tell me says tiktok account mm -hmm. went viral and all these people were commenting like, girl, you're not even proving your point. Like, you're dumb. Or, oh, my God, girl thought she had it. Or th stupid comments. And I was like, what? People on TikTok are 
funny. Like one of my favorite things about that app is reading comments on videos that are on my For You page. Oh my God. Sometimes I'll watch a funny video and it's funny, but then reading the comments makes it 10 times funnier. I know. But only when it's a funny video. No, no but even sometimes when it's like yeah. just a video about <laughs> anything and then like the people in the comment section are just They're just like, funny. I'm like, wow. They get so mad. I know, but I'm like so many people are comedians, I feel like. I would never think of saying that but it's so funny there's a video i saw recently jacqueline hill uploaded okay and she was on a roller coaster (laughs) and when i tell you i was the video starts (laughs) off fine and then it just gets funnier and funnier and then the last like five seconds i was pissing my pants because her arms are like flailing from her body also like her eyes are rolling in the back of her (laughs) head and then she's like trying not to throw up and she like goes to like put her arm around her friend but like practically (laughs) knocks her out (laughs) and so i watch it again and at the end when she's like trying not to throw up and her eyes are like rolling back i kept pausing it and like pissing my pants so i was like (laughs) what are the comments and someone wrote girl i paused the video like multiple times the last five seconds and it was not a letdown and i was pissing Oh my god! So and like another person was like, she practically almost knocked her friend out because <laughs> she goes to put her arm around her friend and she's like, <laughs> it's really really funny. You showed it to me and I was dying of laughter. Um, but yeah, I think I think TikTok is a fun app. I mean, here we are saying like you're chronically online as we're literally talking about social media and being yeah, on seriously. social media and it's our job and whatever. But um, I think there is a difference between using social media in a healthy way and then being on it way too much that you like forget how to be a real human being yeah and like the outside world yeah anyways that's just my opinion and like i always say i'm gonna speak my mind and you don't have to agree with it i could not care less like for me it's kind of like you can agree with my opinion you don't have to and that's cool doesn't offend me if you don't agree with me yeah like you're not going to change my mind but that's just the way i think yeah um any updates for you girl it's been like a week uh, i didn't even get to see you this weekend i've been so busy uh what's an update i mean just busy with work i guess yeah busy with work what do you have any updates on your like europe trip in the summer so we almost have the entire thing booked. We oh, know nice. for sure now we're going to Greece. We're doing Milos and Paros. And then uh, from Athens, we, we do like one day in Athens. Uh, we fly to Milan. And then from Milan, we're going to drive down to... We're going to rent a car. Are you going to do Lake Como? We're driving down to Lake Como. It's up. Or drive up to Lake okay, Como. Okay, so you're going to do that and then you're going to go down. And then, uh, and then we're going to do, like, while we're staying in Lake Como, we're going to do a day in Lugano, <gasps> like yes! you recommended. Yes. Um, How long are you in Italy for? A week? L- a week, yeah. Okay. Our trip is, like, divided in half. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so we're going to do a day in Lugano. But, like, we're not staying overnight. We just want to, like, go yeah, early yeah, in the no. morning. That's what Dan and I did. Leave in the evening. Yeah, And then perfect. at the end of our trip, we're going to do... Um, we're probably going to get a Airbnb close to the airport, but then because we're still going to have the car at that point, we're going to drive into like the busy part of Milan, like okay. the popular part, okay. spend the day in Milan and then drive back to our Airbnb at night and fly home. Are you going to, oh wait, so you're only staying in Milan for, you're only in Italy for a few days? Wait, I'm confused. No, we're in Italy for a week. We're in Lake Como for, out of the week, it's like six days and then we do one oh. day in Milan and then we go home. Did you book a place in Lake Como yet? Yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah. 
we did an Airbnb. At first, we were we were like, okay, what we're gonna do is like budget more in Greece, and then we're gonna splurge in Lake Como. But then when we were actually looking at the prices yeah. of hotels, like the ones that we were like, I was like, okay, we obviously know we're not gonna stay at like the nicest hotel. It's gonna yeah. be crazy expensive. But I was like, if we do a hotel that's like not necessarily the nicest, but at least we have a really nice balcony view Mm -hmm. it's fine but like even those hotels were like one was like four thousand euros a night okay (laughs) so then we're like okay you know what we're just gonna do an airbnb realistically we're not gonna be at our airbnb or our hotel you know yeah we're gonna be out and about all day lake como do you know where you're staying it's uh, a 10 minute walk from bellagio okay so I'm going to say there isn't much to do in Lake Como, like other than Como, the town of Como, which you'll need a car for, but you'll have one and Bellagio. But there's like boat tours that I highly recommend you take. So that's something that we want to do. I'll send you the one that we did. Okay. The perfect. same company. Thank you. Did you collab with them? No. Okay. Maybe they do collabs. I don't know. I did. Tess took it when we were in Lake Como the first year that we were all there and she was like, recommend it. Like she booked a day of like just okay. paid for it. And then so when Dan and I went back for our honeymoon, we use the same company and rented a boat. Um, there's different prices for the different boats and the different tours that you get. So yeah. You can do so we're looking at just budget. an hour. I don't know what the what it they was. Offer. It was doable. What for an hour? Like the price was it was reasonable. Oh, you looked at them already. Prices. We looked at like prices. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So the, I really highly recommend doing that and then doing a day in Lugano. Like I said, if you can one day drive into verona it's kind of far it'll be like a two-hour trip for you guys but like verona is or altissimo which is like where our family's from i could text you these like a list okay wait, let me message you text me a list for like because oh. when we i don't remember exactly it might be too far i don't know but there's like certain things in the north of italy that are just so beautiful and if like you find yourselves getting bored of lake como i mean six days is kind of long to be there because there isn't like a crazy amount to do unless you just want to like lay on the beach or like lay at the lake then that's different obviously um but if you want like a full day of like you can drive into a nice town verona is known as like the city of love so it's like where romeo and juliet was like they have like the romeo and juliet um balcony there's like the love letters and it's all very beautiful um i had the best pass of my entire life there homemade noodles oh my god it was unreal and yeah it was like a random stop like place that we stopped in i mean it's not random verona is very nice city but we weren't planning on going there we just stopped there on the way back from altissimo okay and we were obsessed with it so altissimo is where nono's from right originally yeah before the war okay which it was it's a super and then small he went town to Naples no he went to war. sabaudia oh sabaudia after the war yeah okay awesome but yeah definitely we'll send you it's a list it's just like it's crazy because i'm obviously very excited about it yeah. but because i'm only going in a few months i'm like i'm excited when i think about it but like i i'm not it's not real yet it's not real yet it hasn't sunk in and like the friend that i'm going with is like doing so much research messaging me about it every single day and i feel so bad because like, like you're so booked and busy right now like i surprise i'm surprised you even have time for this like you're so busy which I is know. a good thing it's a good thing but like I just feel bad because I'm like, I want to share this excitement with her. And like, I mean, she knows she literally sent me a TikTok video. We were dying of laughter where it's like that one friend that's like doing all the research and booking (laughs) everything. And then the other friend that's like, send me your Venmo, (laughs) you know, 
I mean, listen, in like two months, you're going to really start to feel like yeah, excited. Like I feel, but that's always how I am. It's like I will get really excited thinking about it, but it doesn't feel real until it's like a month before. Yeah. I mean, I'm leaving for Europe in a week literally a week from today see like that's exciting yeah it's like but it's know. now i'm like stressed i'm like so oh my god do i portugal? have enough stuff yes we're going for, to portugal we're doing who's going it's dan me tess and pat oh my god no fun. kids just the four of us you're going for how long we're going for a week we were originally going to extend okay so we're going for like eight days technically we were originally going to extend for 10 days but then dan was like listen like i in our group chat he was like guys i'm just gonna be honest like last year alex and i were gone for 10 days it was really long to be away from arkham and like he really missed us and it was long for us too and i feel like we're gonna get we're gonna have so much more time than you guys think like the fact that we don't have a kid with us like even i was talking to tess i'm like we're not gonna have to think about naps or like feeding kids or anything we just you forget how much time you it's have also in the long day. for mom and dad yes because as much as they obviously love being yes. with arky it's exhausting yes it is and so he was like very honest about it. He was like, I don't think we should extend because our, our plan is to do Lisbon and Porto, which is in the north of Portugal. And then people are like, no, you need to go to Lagos. Like Lagos is so beautiful. It's beach town. It's so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. So the mean Tess were like, okay, let's extend and do Lagos. And then Dan was like, I don't know. And then Tess was like, realistically, we're going at the beginning of April, like end of March. Lagos isn't going to be super hot. Maybe we should go back during a nicer month in the future with our kids yeah and do like beach yeah and i was like that's a smart idea because oh, arky in portugal are you kidding me and he loves theo they're so cute together that's So cute. but they um what was i gonna say just now anyways i had a brain fart oh yeah it's so cheap in portugal like inexpensive really yeah like we were looking at costs for everything like restaurants and like hotel not even um sorry not hotels but like even places to stay because we booked through airbnb and then also trains like the train from lisbon to porto is like six dollars like it's so cheap the only expensive part of the trip is the flight getting there which was also not it wasn't free for us but because we were supposed to go to italy last year we had booked all those flights and everything and then we couldn't get the flights uh, reimbursed because by the time we canceled the trip it was like two last minute so they gave us a credit plus a bunch of points oh. so we used that credit from last year to book the flights this year and then have like we have a bunch of points now okay so i was like technically like okay yeah they're not free flights we still paid for them but they're for the trip that we were supposed to go on last year yeah so I'm like, it's, it's yeah. sweet. It's like, it was already paid for now. Yeah. It's just like credit. So, um, yeah, it worked out in the end. I'm like so excited. So we're going in a I'm going to be living vicariously through you. Oh my god, That's going to be so nice. Have you ever been to Portugal? I've never been. It's always been so high on my list. I've always wanted to go. Oh my God. The only thing I'm nervous about is food, which a lot of people say it's like hit or miss with the food. It's okay. Here's the thing. So Portuguese chicken here is not like, it's not there really i think it's a north american thing because a bunch of my friends that went said like yeah that's not a thing when we were there they have good food she's like i had really good indian food actually like randomly enough but a lot of people told me it's hit or miss depending on the restaurants some places are known for their seed food some are known for like other things um so that is like the one thing it's not like where you go to italy where it's like you pasta, know you're pizza. gonna get good pasta pizza seafood yeah like well i'm sure the seafood is great in portugal as well because it's on the coast but yeah. like i it's just it's not like a 
it's not like france where like you know what french food is or italy or you know or greek you know what like that food is i don't know what portugal food is i thought it was portuguese chicken like you know go to portuguese chicken restaurants here yeah like supposedly that's just not like a thing there i don't know i could be completely wrong if you're from portugal let me know what food is good what restaurants we should go to in lisbon and in porto um i've heard really good things about the wine so i'm very excited i mean oh my god that's like the best part of traveling yeah i'm just having like, wine i i just telling dan it's gonna be so fun to actually like get there and get set up and like the first day that we get there we're gonna be like so exhausted and excited we have kind of a long travel day because there was there's no such thing as as direct flights with air canada you have to do air transit but air transit you can only fly certain days of the week and our credit was with air canada so we were flying into another place i think in switzerland and then from switzerland we're flying to portugal so we're actually going past which is kind of annoying but dan made a good point he's like the law like it's an overnight flight and the fact that it's longer is nicer gives us more time to sleep yeah so sorry for all the rambling you guys i know it's very typical with us but today's episode is about our inner monologue and how that creeps into our every single day, every single day, everyday life, how it affects us in so many ways and how we can actively work on it to change it, to make it better for us for a better future. Yeah, because I really struggle with a negative inner monologue, like very, very negative, very hard on myself, way too hard on myself. Um, And it's only in like the more recent years that I've really realized how bad it is. Because now I'm aware of it. Mm. I think also... And I'm also trying to shift. I'm in like this transitional period where I'm really trying to shift being more positive and having a better perception on things. Right. And being... I've always been pretty open-minded, but just being more open-minded... Not open-minded with myself. That makes no sense. But less accepting of myself and patient. Yes. And just not as hard. Like... For example, something happened the other day that was not even a big deal. Like when I say it was not a big deal, it was not a big deal. But for some reason, like in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, these people for sure think I'm so dumb. They think I'm stupid. I'm like, it's so incompetent. Like they're for sure judging me, thinking I'm so incompetent. But then I also at the same time of having these thoughts, and this is, I guess, like the progress that I've made, I was like, Kyla, it's not as deep as you think it is. And I'm sure no one's thinking twice about it. No one cares as much as you think they do. Everyone's too focused on themselves. I know. See, this is what's hard is because we're so self-critical. And I think you're a bit of a perfectionist too. I am. And so it's tough because this is going to sound bad and I'm not meaning this in a bad way, but a lot like throughout your life, you've heard Kyla's dumb a lot by a lot of people and you're not dumb at all in any way but you've heard that a lot from an early age yeah and so i think there's like a little bit of trauma when it comes to like you feeling dumb because you don't want to feel that way because you've heard that a lot yep and also you have a bit of trauma with like other situations in your past that have been like let's say so and so i'm not going to give examples because i don't know whatever but like let's say so and so did this to you or this happened in a work environment or in any other kind of situation where it really like upset you and like hurt you and like brought down your self-confidence a lot. And now you're in like a different environment and that like old 
like you you can, you almost don't have the confidence in you to be like no like i know what i'm doing i'm good at this i'm okay because so that's of the actually past. starting to come back to me now okay good so because i'm no longer in that like toxic environment um i'm like my confidence is starting to come back i'm starting to trust myself again uh i'm so much more motivated it's like I'm seeing things in a more positive way. Like my perception on everything is a lot more positive than it was. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm starting to feel like myself again. It's, it takes time. It's like a, you know, I have to be patient with myself, but um, it's just crazy. Like what being a, like being around people or a person that could be very, very toxic, what it could do to you mm-hmm. and the toll it takes on you. And, um, I have I've I have PTSD like I know bad I'm all ready to begin with I'm not someone who's always had like the highest self-esteem for me it just kind of comes and goes in waves but so it's a little bit of a combination of that and then and like being very sensitive and then um PTSD as well yeah like big time also I want to say too if you hear any buzzing in the background kyla's fan is on and we can't turn it off you probably can't hear it but just in case i just realized it now i had tuned it out before um i'm glad to hear though that you're feeling better though like i'm glad to hear that you are starting to get out of that although i don't think it's linear it's gonna come in waves yeah exactly like some days i'm totally fine and then other days i just feel like everything that's happening is just kind of like it's a snowball effect and i just feel like i'm gonna like cry you know but i'm also able to recognize when i get in those um that like mind mind space and like just i i'm able to kind of like talk myself out of it and think more logically good i mean you've been whereas before it was like i was just stuck in this chronic headspace of like self-doubt misery like i was in such like I don't want to say I was in such a bad place because I don't want to sound so dramatic, but yeah, I was just in a bad headspace. I was just in a toxic situation that yeah. did not serve me in any way, shape or form. And I'm no longer in a toxic environment like that. So it just, yeah. it's such a breath of fresh air. I swear to God, like one little thing though will happen now. And like in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, like, like you're scared. What's this person going to say? What are they going to think of me? Yeah. How am I going to get out of it? And then like every single time it's fine. Yeah. And it's it's just built up in my mind. But I so. could see you like the panic that goes on with you. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have to change my inner monologue. Yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. Like I literally messaged you the other day and I was like, I have to change my inner monologue. And you were like, why would happen? So I explained to you the situation. You're like, yeah, Kyla, that's like really not a big deal. You're just way too hard on yourself. Yeah. Because like not to invalidate you, because obviously the feelings are valid, but like the situation itself, like I wouldn't have like if I was in that situation, I wouldn't have thought twice of it being anything other than normal. yeah I, I guess it also goes back to uh me having like trauma from like just hearing oh kyla's dumb kyla's yeah. dumb because like it's literally true. things stem from our childhood and a lot of what we say to ourselves sometimes echo things and insecurities that we've heard throughout our life growing up so for you the whole thing of like i'm not good enough i'm stupid they're gonna think i'm stupid they're gonna think i'm incompetent it's all things that you've heard in the past multiple times from really not nice people 
that probably didn't even mean it just trying to hurt you you know so it's just things like that that i think like it's gonna take time to work through it but i think every single person as long as you're aware of it can work through it and it's the same thing with how you perceive yourself not just emotionally but physically spiritually like that's why people say to literally look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful even if you don't believe it (laughs) every morning i wake up and like I always try to make the conscious effort. Like I'm the luckiest girl in the world. I'm the luckiest. Um, we're the luckiest you? girls alive. Oh yeah, luckiest girl alive syndrome. Um, also, I saw this trend. Like maybe it was a year ago. Where was it? Selena Gomez. Someone had put a photo of themselves as a child on their bathroom mirror, and every time they looked, oh, it was in Kendall Jenner. I think oh. made it. To- spoke about it. Like her therapist had said to do that, and I don't do that, but I do sometimes look at photos of myself from around when I was a kid and know that when I'm talking badly about myself, I'm talking badly about her. Yeah. And then it makes me feel sad. So I'm like, not sad, but I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to change the way I see things. I or know. Oh my God. I had like a weird emotional moment not long ago where I was looking at a picture of myself as a kid. And for some reason, like I was just having this like really strong feeling overcome me and it was like the feeling of when I was a kid like before you've been through any trauma any anything difficult it's like that innocence and that just pure happiness Mm -hmm. of who you are before life kind of hits you and I got so emotional I almost started crying it was like whoa I don't know it was it was just such a weird feeling and I was like that's who you really are is like when you're a kid before you've experienced all like these before like, I sprayed windows obstacles, in your mouth ex- <laughs> <laughs> before you've like experienced any of these obstacle obstacles it's like that's really who you are to your core yeah like you think it's almost weird that people if you look really deep down inside of yourself sometimes it's kind of scary yeah like the deepest darkest darkest secrets or like who what you feel or who you are a lot of times people not necessarily put on a front but try to conform to society in a lot of ways and then what their interests are who they are really deep down isn't 100 percent shown all the time yeah I don't know if that's making because because you care what people will think of you kind of yeah or even like you know, when I gave birth and I was very open about like how much I loved my body growing and giving birth and postpartum and everything. And like I saw it in a whole different way. And I was very open about sharing that part of me, which a lot of people were like, wow, I, it's actually getting me excited to like be a mom or to experience this because I always only heard negative things like, oh, I can't wait to bounce back or blah, blah, blah. And people ask me now, like, how do you feel about your body now that you're like struggling with infertility? And I'm like, it is, I still do appreciate everything my body does for me and has done for me throughout my life. It's just more now I'm kind of like, I'm just mourning, yeah. you know, which is, it's still, it doesn't take away the love I feel for myself. There's a part of me that is like angry at my body, but I know that like it's doing everything it can to keep me alive. Yeah literally your body does everything to keep you alive and for that i'm so grateful like i was able to have a baby like everything that i've ever wished for like 
it did. So yeah. it's a very, it's it's a game of tug and war, which yeah. a lot of people struggle with. I, I get it. It's like even the people that you look at online that you think have the most like perfect bodies or have the most perfect life, they struggle. Yeah. You Everyone know? has their their shit to that they're going through and mm-hmm. and you know you could be quote unquote the hottest person in the world the best looking person in the world even that person is going to look at themselves in the mirror and find every little flaw about them physically their personality it affects the way they feel about themselves they're not seeing themselves the same way you are mm-hmm. it's like everyone has their struggles and um yeah i think i think the the biggest gift you can like give yourself is just appreciating yourself, loving yourself more, not being so hard on yourself and being patient too with yourself. Obviously easier said than done. I was going to say it's obviously easier said than done. Like we always say that like sometimes I'll be giving advice and I'm like, I should take this advice for myself. But at least that's what really worked for me was to stop being so negative and even to this day like dan will call me out he's like alex you're so negative right now and i'm like really i didn't even think i was being negative and for like the smallest things that i don't even realize for example we drove over an hour to go pick up a bike that dan bought off marketplace for an amazing price okay it was a great bike but he bought a bike last summer also for a good price that was supposed to be an amazing bike So I'm like, why are we buying another one? He's like, because the other one, I'm too long for it. And I was like, oh, you didn't notice that? He's like, no, I only really noticed it like once I started riding it. So when we went to pick up the bike, whenever it was yesterday, the day before, I'm like, why are you going to test it out? He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's perfect. I measured myself. I measured it. Like, it's all good. I'm like, well, don't you want to at least like drive it around to make sure it's good? He's like, no, the guy brought it. He bought it brand new. And like, he's obviously this guy was like very, very rich. He like biked once with his wife on the street and was nervous with all the cars and said like, no, I'm not down for this because the bike was too fast and he's not a cyclist. So he just wanted to sell it. And Dan's like, he's giving me all this stuff for like such a great price. I'm like, this seems like a scam. I'm like, Dan, oh my God, you should just test it out. Like whatever. And he's like, Alex, you're so negative. I'm like, no, I'm being, I'm like wanting to make sure. It's always the, the people who are in like, who are thinking in a negative way. They're like, no, I'm just being realistic. Yeah, I know. But he's like, Alex, like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, I know I, last time when I bought a bike last year, I didn't look into things. Yeah. I'm not doing that this year. He's like, yeah. but I shouldn't even have to like tell you that you're just everything that is like, you're just so negative, like picking apart everything. And I was like, I guess you're kind of right. I was like internally still like, no, I'm being realistic. But anyways, turns out the bike is perfect for him. He brought it into the shop to get it tuned and everything. And they're like, this is an amazing bike for like, wow, he's so he, this is a steal. So yeah. I was like, okay, I guess Dan's right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like things like that that are not even about myself, just in general in life. I'm like thinking about the negative. Well, what if this happens? Or what well, if what, that happens? What Prepare for the recently? worst. You had messaged me too. it was a few weeks ago and you were like wow no wonder my inner inner monologue was so negative we won't say what it's about but like you had you had brought it up to me and I was like yeah you gotta you gotta change that yeah it's it's meanwhile I also have a negative inner monologue I know well a lot of people do um and then there's people that just don't like Dan is just I mean he's realistic in ways that matter but he's always glass half full in so many situations like even when we're 
struggling with things, whether that be like infertility, financially, or even when we were trying to buy a house, like all these things that I was so stressed about, like we're not, oh my God, mom is going to sell. We're not going to have a place to live. We're going to have to move in with mom and dad. Like we have a baby. It was like literally spiraling. He's like, it's going to work out. And then it pissed me off that he said that. Cause I'm like, you're being so annoyingly positive. Like just be stressed with me. And he's like, I'm not stressed though. And like, I think that's so negative to think that way. Yeah. And like looking back now, I'm like, I was being You're not gonna so be happy. negative. You're just not going to be happy. You have to like. But also, Kyla, I was stressing about something that didn't even happen. Yeah. Or like it's stressing about the future that's not even guaranteed. That's anxiety. Yeah. And so it's like it didn't even end, end up happening. And Dan's like, listen, if that happens, we'll deal with it. But that's not happening now. So why am I going to waste negative energy on that when it's not even a reality? Yeah. And I was like, oh. It's because he's not an anxious person. I know. He has like. Like, okay, yeah, when Arky, let's say, broke his leg or, like, we... There's certain things that, like, make him scared or anxious, but it's But, like, the there same. are things that makes... It's, like, yeah. it makes sense why it would make you anxious. Yeah. Whereas, like, when you're just an anxious person by nature, you'll be anxious over absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's it's just, like, a waste of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I catch myself all the time. Sometimes I'm, like why am I so anxious? Oh my God. And then I realized like, oh, I'm stressing about this thing that's happening in uh, a few days and I'm stressing about it because I'm thinking of the worst case scenario and it hasn't even happened. Yeah. And I'm already thinking about everything that could go wrong. It's like, am I the issue? Am I the problem? Oh my God. Yeah. We are the problem. Everything (laughs) always is fine at the end of the day. It's always, it always ends up being fine. And that's what's so funny is that I watched so many videos where people were like, it will work out for you. This is your journey. Like everything will work out for you as long as like you are like working hard and whatever, just like things in life. Obviously, if you're going to like sit in your home and do nothing and like not work and not do anything for the rest of your life, obviously things are not going to work out for you. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like <laughs> if you're doing good things in your life, it's going to come back to you. And for some reason, my brain does not believe that. And it takes a lot of work for me to rewrite that in my brain for me to believe you have to unlearn certain behaviors and comparison doesn't help either. Comparison is literally like everyone says the root of all evil because it will strip your joy and happiness away from you because you'll constantly be being like, well, I'm not doing like what this person's doing or I'm not at this stage like this person is or I want this and that person has and I don't. And it's like just live in the moment. Be happy with everything that you have. But like there's things that you have that maybe other people want. Well, it's crazy. I remember when I was still living at home with mom and dad and I was like, I'll just be so happy when I have my own place. Like that's when I'm going to be happy. Yeah. I've had my own place now for a while yeah and there's still things that like i'm unhappy about yeah and but like i i realized that yeah but that's why and there's only one thing in my life that i don't have and i was talking to dad about this the other day i was like it's crazy how there's just one thing in my life that i don't have that i don't even necessarily know if i want at this point in my life um and like that's the one thing that i tend to like think about more than everything that i do have yeah because i actually have an incredible life i'm very grateful i was like i'm very like blessed in this life you know yes but then i i think about the one thing and then i'm like what the fuck like and also i don't even know if i necessarily want that to happen at this point in my life i know it's just this is what's so hard is because we think that we're on this timeline that we have to follow yeah and then we see other people following that timeline and we're like oh i kind of want that 
but it's like but do i actually want that or is that what like society is telling me i want no it's purely what society is telling me that i want yeah i mean there's also other factors too that play into it like but the main thing really is like society because like i was i was even talking about this with one of my girlfriends she's the girl i'm going to europe with Mm -hmm. we're both single and like in our early 30s and uh i was like it's crazy like she sent me um a conversation recently that she was having with like a friend of hers who's a mom and she's like wow it's so crazy how like without giving too much away like i don't want to say anything but anyways it was just one of her friends is a mom Mm -hmm. and like she's our age probably and she was just talking to her and she said she sent me a screenshot and she was like when you're single and in your 30s and just like forget that like some of your friends are moms (laughs) and i'm like wow it's crazy and she's like She's like, it's just crazy, too, because, like, I'm just so happy with my life right now. And I'm so happy with the fact that I'm not a mom mm-hmm. at this point in my life. And I was like, yeah, it's true. Like, we have to also remind ourselves that is this something that we're even ready for? Because we both have the same issue where uh, we're both on this dating app. And we just say no to every guy. Why? Because we're just... For whatever reason, we just like, it's just always no, 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 no. And then the select few that we say yes to by the time they message us, like we sometimes we just don't even answer because it's like we don't really care that much at the end of the day. Like we're not desperate to be in a relationship and we're also very, very, very picky. And you're both so busy. We're both so. Bu- well, I'm very, very busy. Um but so is so is she but it's also like we're just the type of people that appreciate the freedom we have now and we see like the bigger picture of everything it's like yeah we're in our 30s and like to people in their 20s or people our age like you know you might think that your early 30s is old but really in the grand scheme of things your 30s is very young Mm -hmm. and we never in a million years want to settle no ever good um but that's us having like a more positive inner monologue and like being patient with ourselves and one thing i you know? did one thing i did also want to bring up because this kind of goes hand in hand with the inner monologue i guess a little bit was i had a session with a spiritualist mm-hmm. i guess that's what it's called right um her name is bb i if you want i'll I have type. an appointment with her oh this you did friday oh my god i'm excited yeah. we can even do like an update on next week's episode or something yeah. but we um we had a session and i I was very hesitant. I mean, we've spoke about this on the podcast. How I'm like very skeptical about things like this. Right. And I also was like, I don't want to hear negative stuff. Like, it's just ugh. I was like not down because even if I like don't fully believe it, I'm like, I just don't want to hear anything negative. But my friend had gone to see her and had a really great experience. So I was like, you know what? I'm very interested. I'm very curious. It's virtual. So I'm going to message her. I'll link her in the description. If you're curious to check her out on Instagram, you can book sessions with her and it's virtual. But I made a session. We had our session. I cried during it because honestly felt like a, a therapy session. Yeah. And then I tried to make like a Instagram video or like stories to talk about what we spoke about. And I kept crying every single time I like spoke about it because I was so emotional. So I'm like, I'm just going to give it time. And then I'll make a YouTube video explaining in detail like what we spoke about and um. I'm probably going to do that for like next week or something. And after your session, I'm sure we could talk about it too. But 
she basically told me that she doesn't ever say anything negative because that's not the way that she believes in things. She doesn't think it serves a purpose. And she said, literally when we were about to start, she was like, I, she wrote down a few notes before and she was like, I could tell you're nervous. Like I can really tell you're nervous. She weirdly knew, like she felt my Nona who passed a long time ago. She felt my aunt and she said that had something to do with like her head and she felt Papa and she said he passed from cancer. Like she knew things that like I hadn't told anyone, even things to do with like going to visit my aunt's grave. Like she just knew specific details that I literally had not told people. Yeah. So that was really weird to me. And it's funny because if I talk about it with mom, she's like, oh, it's just a coincidence or like, you know. She's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to um, rain on your parade type thing. But I'm like, I don't know. How could somebody know these things? It's so that's like- what I've been saying. That's like my whole experience with the psychic. You're like, well, how didn't she predict COVID? And I was like, well, she's not going to tell me that there's a huge pandemic coming up. Well, she told you something else negative. Lockdown. Yeah, but that was the first ever thing she said to me. This was like in 2018 or something when okay. I went to see her. And after, I, like, as soon as she told me that, I was like, I don't want to hear anything negative. Like... okay i don't know but like she told me a lot of very specific things and a lot of things that she had told me ended up coming true well i don't know if this girl's a psychic or i don't know exactly the details i'm sure i can ask her to get a better sense but i'm gonna do a whole youtube video about this but essentially the reason why i'm bringing this up is because a lot of the stuff she was talking about were like just about my inner monologue being so hesitant and negative and like scared and stressed and anxiety and it was like one of those things that she was like you are taken care of like you're nona whoever it is that's literally watching over you they know you're going to be okay yeah things are going to be okay for you she had like specific timelines in my life that she's like this is going to be like a challenging thing this is going to be amazing like i don't know it it brought me a sense of peace yeah knowing that and i was like although i wasn't raised religious I almost always wished I had that to have something to believe in because I always was like so anxious and I was like, oh, if I only believed in like God, if I only believed in this, then like I would feel better. And like Dan, for example, is like, well, why don't you just change your inner monologue to be positive instead of always looking for something to believe in? Yeah. But then this girl is like, listen, I think whatever you believe in, that's going to bring you peace, whether that is God or the universe or your higher self or whatever it is. That is such a great thing for yourself. Yeah. Whatever's bringing you peace in whatever way it is, it whatever shape or form, like that is what's important for you. Yeah. And I don't know, that really resonated with me a lot. I had good vibes from her. She's so nice. I'll put her in the in the show notes if you guys want to check her out. But like I said, I'm going to do a whole YouTube video about it. And then after your session, I would love to like next week's. Okay, so we're batching two episodes today. So like not the following week, but the one after that. Yeah. We'll definitely have. We'll do. Maybe we can even have her on as a guest. Oh, yeah. I would love that. And I can like talk all about it. I would it love that. And have people ask her questions and did stuff. She, did she tell you anything that was like very, like something that was a little bit eye-opening? Eye-opening? Yeah. She said there is another spirit baby like close to me that's like ready. Not like, not like that I'm going to be pregnant right this second, but it's very, very close. So that kind of brought me Gave some you peace. peace of mind. Too. Yeah, that was kind of like nice. What did she tell you about me again? 
She said Elena needed to tell you things. She had messages from Elena for you. But I said, I'll just let her. Okay, yeah. So you can ask her. Because you had told me briefly what... Because uh, I, I kind of forget the exact things that she had said. So I was like, I'm going to let you speak to her. Yeah. And you can tell her, like, Alex told me this. And Yeah. I'm so freaking excited for that. You have no idea. Yeah. So it was really nice. It was a nice session. I literally cried. And I was like, I'm sorry for crying. She's like, no, it's okay. It's very normal. She's really, really sweet. I... I'm so curious to know what Elena is trying to tell me. Yeah. And she said, Papa, like, as much as he's with our family and, like, loves our family so much, like, he's really with Mama, like, holding her hand constantly. And, like, like I said, like, thank you for saying goodnight to me every single night. Like, certain things that, how the heck would she know that? Yeah. How would she know that? You know? My God, that's crazy. How did she know that I... It, makes me want to cry thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know. It was really interesting. So... Um, I guess what what time is it? Okay. It's been like 45 minutes. So we're going to end the episode here. And what we're going to do since we're batching two episodes today is we're going to, um, do a part two of the advice column that we had on our Instagram. And if this is something that you want to hear more of, let us know because we're always here for advice and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Tell Me Sis Podcast and rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you're feeling nice. And we love you. And we'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye. Bye.